Hey, this is Ryan Tucker, and welcome to the weekly podcast, The Unchangeable Truth. Um, We just sit down with Pastor Stephen as he discusses his sermons from Highland Park Baptist Church, and we are honored and thankful that you've decided to listen. And we ask you to go ahead and and click that subscribe button, click that like or the follow button. And again, we are honored and thankful that you've decided to listen. So keep listening as Pastor Stephen discusses his weekly sermon. Hey, it's Ryan Tucker, and welcome to the Unchangeable Truth with Pastor Stephen. Today, we have a couple of questions for you, Pastor Stephen, and a couple of remarks. Um, first off, I want to talk about easy believism. You've mentioned the easy believism in a couple of your sermons um, in the last couple of weeks, and uh, I, I kind of want some clarity, maybe some. Uh, let's let's discuss this for a second because I've been one of those guys that has warned against easy believism, and I'm coming from the spot or coming from the thought of you know there is this movement, there is this in our societal norms at the moment that people are saying like I have this intellectual assent of God, therefore I'm okay. Like, I'm a Christian, I believe that there is a God, and I go to church every now and then, so I'm good. I can live like I want to because there is this thing called grace, but um, we know that's not correct. We know that's not accurate. Yesterday, or the last couple weeks, in your talking about easy believism, you know, you said, yeah, it is as easy as believing. So, um, how do we, how do we talk about the same thing, but maybe talking about it in different ways, because I warned against it and you are saying, Hey, it's, 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 it's as easy as believing. Well, there's an assumption that you and I are saying two different things. Uh, when in reality, I don't, I don't think we are right. The, uh, and I'll just say this when it comes to easy believism, um, I don't know anybody who uh, wants hard believism? <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, the uh, and, and and I get that you know the whole uh, as you say, folks. Several years ago, hey, be careful when it comes to easy, easy believism. Don't go to that church. It's, it's all they do is easy believism. That evangelist easy believism. And I would just say, be careful that uh, in your effort to make stronger, better saints that you say it's just not enough to believe. Right. Uh, we know that Romans Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So that's pretty, that's pretty simple uh, uh, within itself. And, and it, it's enough to believe in Jesus, and, and I'm going to add this little footnote, if you truly believe. Right. And, and, and we're not talking about intellectual belief. Right. Uh, we're talking about the belief that says trust in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, with, with faith, that when you put your faith in Jesus and God forgives your sins, we know that is uh, grace. It's amazing grace. There's nothing you can do to earn it, nothing you can do to buy it. Uh, nothing that you can do to deserve it. 
you put your faith in Jesus and he will save you. Again, you go over very simple, very uh, sure, Acts 16.31. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Uh, And what we do many times is we say, no, 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 no. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. We've got to do something uh, more to it than just that. Um, Yet, you know, God says over in Isaiah 64, 6, no, no, your good works are like filthy rags in my sight. Um, So uh, there is a transforming power that occurs with saving grace. Um, you know, there's a there was a big movement several years ago. Uh, there was even a um, goodness. There was a uh, a motion, a recommendation, whatever the case may be, that was brought from the floor of the Southern Baptist Convention, in which our church has been a participating member. We I guess we currently are. Uh, well, I don't, I don't I really don't know where we are there to be honest with you. But uh, a motion that came from the floor several years ago. I remember in New Orleans, I was there. Um, let's recommend to the churches that uh, they quit using the sinner's prayer. Yeah. And it was even said, because that's easy believism. We're getting people to put their faith in a prayer. Uh, I'll be the first to tell you, there's not a prayer out there that's ever forgiven one single sin. There's not a prayer out there that if you put your faith in that prayer is going to give you eternal life in heaven. But... I go back to, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord yeah. and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be, you will be saved. So um, that prayer, the sinner's prayer, in which I would like to submit most of those guys who had a problem with that, they probably got saved by saying the sinner's prayer. But, praying a prayer, right? And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, they got voted down because I'm just sitting there and I'm like, are you kidding me? We're having this debate. Yeah, this is a good gravy. Come on, you take care of your side of the street and I'll take care of mine. Um, and uh, are there folks out there that, that believe that, that they are right with God because they did some kind of incantation, yeah. they repeated some kind of prayer yeah. and because they said the exact wording right. and they walked out the same they were when they walked in, I would say, golly, boy, I'd, I, I, I sure would hate to base my eternal yeah. security on that. Yeah. Um, but let us not forget, it indeed is, I mean, grace. And um, is it uh, cheap? No, very costly. Is it easy? Oh, man, uh, faith, faith. Faith is just that. It's faith. Yeah. It's trust. It makes no sense. Seems like it ought to require more. It's the very grace of God being poured out in our lives. So I would just say we have to be very careful that we we not add anything to salvation through the grace of God. Yeah. And, and I guess my thought in all of this is, you know, there is this, we have to have this understanding of lordship. There has to be this transformation. There has to be this surrender. There has to be this repentance um, rather than this, again, this intellectual ascent, this knowledge that there is a God. And for me, in the, in the type of people that I deal with in this religious culture that says, you know, hey, go find what benefits you or go find what you like best or go find you know the type of music or the 
preacher and sneaker type things like it rather than going okay i'm gonna surrender i have surrendered my life to the king of kings i've surrendered my life to jesus that's that change and yes it's easy to do that i guess my thing was you know i want to make sure that uh the, the people in, in the ministry that I lead, it, they're understanding it's it's not just intellectual sin. It is this true surrender, this true lordship, this true transformation that is so easily obtainable. Yeah, and and I go back to as a nine year old boy. Yeah. The overwhelming conviction that was on yeah. my heart. Yeah. That if I were to die today, I know that I'd yeah. go to hell. Yeah. And I can remember just throwing myself at the, at the feet of yeah. Jesus. Save me, Jesus. Yeah. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my life. Um, I, I don't remember talking about lordship. Right. Uh, again, though, uh, what, what has happened is I've grown in my faith. Yeah, naturally, there, there, there are more words that, that, that get to be a part of that. There is a uh, a maturation process that takes place, and I can just remember, um, you know, the whole. My goodness, the only hope I have is Jesus. Yeah, I'm lost in my sin. I need His forgiveness, um, and and I don't I don't know that we can. There there is such a thing as a cookie cutter salvation right, right, story. Right. I don't I don't know. Clearly, yeah. they're all different. They're all they're. I mean, we know the ultimate is salvation by faith through grace. Yeah. Uh, we, we know that's the ultimate um, uh, deciding factor. That's the ultimate um, part of every salvation story uh, that truly matters. But um, it's hard. it's hard to sit there and say, well, well, he did it this way for me, so he's got to do it that way right. for you. So at the end, I, I'm going to be careful. I'm not going to sit there and say, because I have folks all the time, we'll, uh, we see large numbers of people that, that attend our, our church services. And, you know, when we have special events, we see even larger numbers of people. And, you know, I will sit there and I will say, hey, listen, uh, um, let me share with you how, how I, uh, I was saved. And let me share with you how I called upon the name of Jesus. I'll even quote the verse from yeah. Romans ten nine. Here's how I called upon and believed in my heart. And here's the prayer that I prayed. And and I'll even go ahead and quantify it by saying, listen, you don't put your faith in a prayer. I mean, you can sit there and you can repeat anything in the world. And unless this is what's taking place in your heart, this is your desire, uh, then it's all in vain. But... Let me invite you. And I'll lead people in a sinner's prayer. And then I'll say, hey, did you mean that? Did you truly mean that? Um, you know, we had, we, had, we had 110 people through our candlelight services just a few weeks ago that uh, indicated to us, they, they filled out an electronic decision card, indicated to us that they uh, gave their life to Jesus Christ, that they prayed that prayer and they meant that. Now, when we start fleshing all that out, uh, are they all, did they all mean that? Some are going to say, why well, I really didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Or I just checked that box. I didn't yeah. really mean that or whatever. Um, well, we'll, we'll let them, 
you know, make that call. Will there be some who say, yeah, I prayed that prayer and I meant that with all my heart. I, I, yeah. Well, we're giving them the opportunity. Well, and, and, and again, does every, I have people that say, they ask me the question, Ryan, Hey, every, uh, every, uh, well, I'll, I'll use my own kids as an example. My goodness. Um, my kids were five and six years of age when they were saved, when they came to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Uh, the oldest was five, the sister was six, and then the baby was five. The girls led him to Jesus in, in our driveway, waiting on their mom to go to church in the car. And the other folks said, I ask, hey, well, I mean, are you sure that five-year-old got it? Well, I mean, no, I'm not. Am I, am I sure that every 40-year-old gets it? Right. Well, no, I'm not. But, I mean, since when am I the one that brings about doubt? Yeah. Uh, so, so you meant that? You know, what, what, tell, talk to me here. What did you mean? Um, and it basically boils down to trust. It, there was a statement that was made. This was a few years ago and by, by our good friend, Dr. Johnny Hunt. And I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I paraphrase this. Only in the Baptist church or even the evangelical church do we sit there and say no children must become like men in order to come to Christ. Right. Yet scripture says men must become like children yeah. to come to Christ. Well, and we've said this before, you know, that the gospel is simple enough for a child, but yet mysterious enough that scholars are still writing books debating different things of theology and doctrine and gospel like it but it's simple enough for a child to to understand and grasp so is it easy believism i would sit here and my flesh would say oh it is it is are you telling no there's more i've got to do this is too easy you're telling me that he is giving me his grace and his position of righteousness and he is taking upon himself my sin and he is absorbing my unrighteousness that's a pretty good trade we've talked about that in here before that seems too easy yeah it is yeah it's too easy um it doesn't rest on me it's all about the finished work of christ on the cross and that's the key i i and yeah that's that's the key like it's not about me and I think so many people flip that and go, it's about what I have to do. It's about how I act. It's about the steps that I have to take. It's a it's a very me centered type movement and thought. Well, and again, we've got to remember, uh, Scripture tells us that man looks at the outward, God looks at the yeah, inward. Right. Only God can see yeah. the heart. I mean, I don't know what your motivation is. I don't know why you do what you do. Um, yeah, well, Scripture says you'll know them by their fruit. Oh, I would agree that there's going to be righteous fruit of those that are in Christ. But also know, and I've lived long enough to know that there are folks that can fake stuff. Yeah. But yeah. again, you sure don't want me being the jury yeah. of faking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I get real cynical, and 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 I get cyclical. There'll be times I'm like, oh, everybody, everybody's sincere, and then there are times that I'm like, they're all liars, every one of them. Yeah. And uh, and so. Uh, it's not it's not my call. So what is my call as a follower of Christ to very clearly the yeah. best I know how yeah. to declare the gospel of Jesus yeah. Christ. And ultimately, when it comes to the salvation, uh, I don't want to use Obama's terminology. I think it was Obama who said this, that it's above my pay grade. You know, I, all I know is this. Scripture says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your yeah. heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. That's all I know. There you go. 
I think this, I think when we get to heaven, we may be surprised who's there and who's not there. Right, right, right. But let us not focus on that. Instead, let us focus on the yeah. transforming proclamate or the proclamation of the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. There you go. And you said we wouldn't have long to talk about That's easy right. believism. No, no, no. I, well, yeah, I did say that. What would hard Journey. believism be? That's a great question. We don't want hard believism. Well, I don't want hard believism. <laughs> right. right. There's very there's yeah. very little in my life that I want to put the word hard on. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh that, you know, well, I, I, I want I want a hard marriage. I want a hard uh relationship. I want a a hard job. I want a no. No. That's that again, but I go back to it doesn't rest on my performance. Elsewise, it would put emphasis on me, yeah. and it would give yeah. it would give glory to me. Now, am I going to be different if I have a relationship with Jesus Christ? If I've been saved, yes. And for some people, and there are folks that would argue about this, but I think we even see this in Scripture. For some people, man, it is a an immediate radical yeah. transformation. Yeah. And then for other people, yeah. It doesn't happen quite as quickly. Um, I go back to, I was saved as a nine-year-old child. And, you know, there wasn't a, I mean, I was in church my whole life. And, uh, you know, I really wasn't doing bad stuff. I mean, I guess I was doing what everybody else was doing, maybe lying or coveting, or I don't know. Maybe I remember I stole some gum one time from a store and I got in great trouble by my dad. And that's one of the earliest memories I have. I don't remember. I might be four or five years of age. Had to go back in and give the gum and tell the owner, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, uh, I was, wow, I never did that again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, was there, what, what, what was this big uh, change that happened in my life? Well, my want to changed. I, clearly, is the convicting power of the Holy Spirit of God now in my life. And uh, that that slow transformation process. Now, here's what I would like to say. I would like to say that I got it right every time. I did not. I did not. Be honest with you, there were times in my life I felt like I probably got it wrong more than I got it right. But you're the pastor. Exactly, yeah. In which people in my hometown where I grew up, when I go back, and they're like, no, doctor, okay, you, what are you a doctor of? Yeah. <laughs> Divinity? What? Ministry? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. You're a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> and here's here's my here's my classic uh, prepackaged response. Glory be to God. Yeah, yeah. Only He could choose a wretch like me. That's right. Only He could use a wretch like me. Um, and uh, I'm reminded on a daily basis that what He has done through uh, thirty years, uh, thirty plus years of ministry in my life is not because of me. It is in spite of me there you go and uh but again going back to easy believism i get ryan honestly i get how someone would say hey we don't want easy believism because here's what they're saying they're saying don't teach someone that all they have to do is repeat some prayer yeah. or walk down some yeah. aisle or fill out a card or join a church or don't teach them to put their faith in that. And I would agree wholeheartedly right. with that. But at the expense, let it not be at right. the expense of adding to Correct. the simplicity of the gospel. Yeah. There has to be this change. 
I'm telling you, well, there will be a change. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if we have someone listening to us right now and they're like, you know what? I just, I don't know that I have a relationship with Jesus. I, I, I really don't know. I struggle with this. I don't know whether I'm truly saved or not. Um, I would say this, you know, stop the car wherever you are, whatever the case may be. Right now, pull over on the side of the interstate if you need to. And right now, call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, you're the only hope that I have. Jesus, I do. I believe that you lived and you died. I believe that God rose you from the dead. And right now, I'm surrendering my life to you. I want to follow you with all the days that I have left. Come into my life. My faith and trust belong to you. I'm just saying, there's no magical wording there. It's all about what is taking place in the heart. Yeah. And and the words that you say, it's not you saying, oh, I said the exact right words. Right. I said the magical incantation. Right. I said the Billy Graham prayer. It's all legit. Well, no. Millions were led to Christ through Billy Graham's ministry. Yeah. Because yeah. Billy Graham's ministry did not point to Billy Graham, did not point to a prayer. It pointed to Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about Jesus. Um, and then, you know, the change will occur for some very quickly. I've known folks that got, you know, they were smoking. Well, this was back before smoking pot was legal. Um, I still can't, I, I, I can't fathom. I drive down the store and I look over and I'm like, hey, what is that place right there? Oh, wait. Oh, that's, that's a pot store. Um, and I don't know. I've never been in one. I don't know. I mean, what do you do? You, do you, do you? Do they go in there? Are they buying joints? I mean, what do you do? I seriously, are you? Uh, do you have to roll your own? Do they roll no them for idea. you? Is it? Is it? Are there? Are there brownies in there? I don't. I really don't know. I mean, maybe maybe journey. journey maybe we does. get journey to do some yeah. research yeah. for us. So we figure out what's going on. Um, but journey, you know that you know this as well as I do. I, I've known some folks that they get drunk every night of the week or they'd smoke pot, whatever the case may be, do coke, all this kind of stuff. They, they come to a service, they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, they get under convicting power of the Holy Spirit of God, they get saved right then and there. They walk out, they never yeah. smoke another joint, yeah. they never pop another pill, another line, they never, yeah. they never get drunk, they never do any of that ever again. And then we also know people, same way, they, they come to the saving power of Jesus Christ, they surrender their life to Him, they walk out, their heart is different, they're changed, and then the rest of their life is a struggle yeah. with addiction. Yeah. Who's saved? Mm. Well, again, ah, that's not my call. Yeah. That's not my call. Um, it makes no sense to me. It's again, it's me in a in a uh finite mind trying to think of the infinite things of God. So uh but is the gospel simple? Absolutely. Is the gospel childlike? Thank God it is. <laughs> and the more I think about the gospel on a daily basis, and I've been doing this for a long, long time, the more I just scratch my head and I'm like, I don't even know that I get this, but I trust this. Yeah. Um, so in the gospel, we know the gospel. There's no, what makes the gospel powerful is because of who the subject of the gospel is, Jesus Christ himself. And that's easy. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Pastor Stephen, thank you for answering that question on easy believism. And uh, enjoy this bonus episode on the Unchangeable Truth podcast. 
Hey guys, this is Pastor Stephen Kyle, and I want to thank you for listening to this week's issue of the podcast called Unchangeable Truth. Let me encourage you as well, if you get a chance, go check out our website. It's Highland, H-I-L-A-N-D, Park, P-A-R-K, dot org. On that website, you'll learn more about our ministry at Highland Park Baptist Church. You can also listen to some previous sermons, which are archived for the previous year. And as well, if you ever find yourself in Panama City in person, come and check us out. Worship with us live at 2611 Highway 231 North. We would also love to talk to you about Jesus Christ. If you got any questions regarding your relationship with Him, having faith in Him, or if this podcast has encouraged you, or you have other questions regarding the podcast, feel free, shoot us an email at podcast at highlandpark.org. As always, our prayer is that this podcast would point you to Jesus Christ, would increase your faith, and would help you as you mature daily in your walk with Jesus Christ. God bless.